inspirational, positive, focused, spiritual, and goal-driven people to keep us going. Learning from others and how they grew individually while struggling with everyday life is how we can better our lives. No matter who you are or where you came from, you can be better today than yesterday as long as you believe in yourself. A simple, God-fearing man, Jeremy Dawsey believes in you and what you're capable of. He's an actor, retired bull rider, loving father, and voice of the common man. Welcome to Jeremy Dossie today. Now here's your host, Jeremy Dossie. Welcome again to another great episode of Jeremy Dossie Day, folks. I hope everybody had another great week. And I, I, I'm kind of excited just about this guest this week. He is the 2005 PRCA World Champion Bull Rider, 2005 PRCA NFR Average Champion Bull Rider, three-time NFR qualifier, and his accolades just go on, go on and on. I got PBR, PRCA world champion Matt Austin. Matt, how are you today? I'm good, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on. You doing all right today? I'm fantastic. It never fails. I get ready to do a podcast and something happens. Power went out right before, and it, I had to reset my Wi-Fi. Never fails, never fails. But we got it going. We're here. I hear you. So, so well, I wanted – you to come on um you i've been friends with you several years on facebook and everything and we got a few quite a few mutual friends and your faith is the reason why i wanted you to come on here your relationship with god and jesus christ is something that i believe others should learn from in my opinion because you you're 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 one of those ones that's god sent here to lead others to Christ in my opinion. And you just feel well, like you, you just feel like that's something that, that where you're at now in your life, it's something that you can see yourself I mean see where God puts you now. Yeah, you know, it's funny how life changes. You know, I never thought I'd I, I live in Cossie, Texas and I work in a coal mine and uh you know it, it's funny how the visions and stuff that you have uh for life they don't turn out but god's got something better i'm actually uh going through a divorce right now too but my 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 spirits is good because you know no matter what we face in life and and i've dealt with depression and i've dealt with anxiety for a long time but uh you know i i i know a lot of people do and my faith in god's what what brings me through it and and into it and uh you know the word uh it's so powerful and we need the word to, to live. And just like I posted a deal on Facebook this morning, uh, the Lord kind of showed me a vision last night of just all the kind of the evil and stuff going on in the world and, and, you know, depression, anxiety, and just attacking people. And, and all these people are just screaming, help me, God, help me, God. And this, and, and I can't tell you if it was a man or a woman in this dream, but, it jumped forward with the Bible and was screaming, what are you people worried about? He's given us his word, now fight. And that one person with the word, just everybody went to fighting and pushing back evil and stuff. And that's what, you know, we're not, we're not promised nothing in life. 
but we have the word to get us through there to, to, to give us hope. And that, that hope that, that we have is not on this earth. It's in heaven. Of course, we all want to live a good life and see our kids or whatever, and just, just be at peace. But in order to me, what, what, what brings me the most peace is when my mind is going out of control, thinking about this and this, my kids, or what if this, what if this, I remind myself it's already written. God's, God's got it. And there's nothing to worry about. You know, and in the world right now, with everything that's going on, you know, people's going to have to dig in into their into the word and start start praying for the nation, praying for the country. And I googled a thing a couple of years ago, and I googled what percentage uh, what percent of the U.S. considers themselves Christians. Well, it said that 63% of the United States considered themselves Christians. And I kind of find that hard to believe because if 60, 63% of the U.S. is considered themselves Christian, I'd, I'd expect a lot more change going on, you know, mm-hmm. with, with, uh, but we can't, be back, we can't be backseat Christian and just go on, on Sundays. You know, we got to be in that word every day and we got to pray and seek God in our lives and, and, and for this country and how we can pray for others and help others. And that's something that's, uh, that's kind of lost. And there's a show that I love watching. It's called blue bloods. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. With Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. And what I love is they have Sunday dinner and every before Sunday dinner, they pray. And you know, nowadays, Families don't gather around to pray and just have that time and fellowship because we're worried about the game or Facebook or this and that. You know, me, I'm kind of old school. You know, I, 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 I can vision my life like that, you know, being together with family. And, and, and because that's what, to me, that's what's so important in life is family and those relationships with, with people. And, and that's the same thing with our relationship with, with, with God. It's just like on Blue Buds, they gather and pray and conversate. Well, we've got to gather with God and, and with one another and have that fellowship. And when we're starting to build that fellowship, you know, you're planting this. To me, you're planting the seed of in, in somebody's life by just a, a have a blessed day or God bless you. You know, uh, people start. Those are seeds that we plant in people's lives and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like when I rode bulls, my rigging bag, that was the most important thing. And I, I mean, I carried that son of a gun everywhere. I carried mm-hmm. it to school. I carried it. You know, I never know when I was going to get the chance to get on a, on a, on a bull. But yep. when I had that rigging bag, I looked at it every day, make sure my gear was good. My rope was good. My spurs and all that. You know, I, I had a relationship with that rigging bag. It did not leave me. It went where I went. And, and that's the kind of the way we got to be with, with, uh, a devotional or a Bible that we got to carry it with us everywhere we go. You know, we got to check on that thing. And, and that's something that a long time ago when, when I, of course I used to read the Bible for years for, you know, I started, started to understand things. I remember the first time that, that the Holy spirit ever spoke to me really, but he spoke to me because I was spending time in the word. Yeah. I didn't understand the, the meaning of this, but, as I was reading, my spirit man was getting filled and I was, I was, I he was, I was filling him up. So he got so full that then he could, he could show me things, what this scripture means and what that means. And that's the, that's one of the greatest gift that God has given us, you know, is to give us the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit wants to guide us. 
and wants to lead us through this life, wants to guide us down a path of what's right, uh, wants to help us in our marriages, in our businesses, in our finances, in our life, in our kids' lives. You know, that's God didn't just put us here to be weak individuals, but He put us here. I mean, we're you think about it, Jimmy. We're children of God. We are we are heirs to the throne, mm-hmm. and yes, we're running around in the United States like weak slaves. No, we are we are we are a child of the Most High God. You know, and, and we're we're while we're on this earth. We're supposed to rule and reign. We're not supposed to walk defeated. We're not supposed to be defeated by what's going on in the world. And that's one thing that you know, we was talking to some guys at work and we was talking about stuff. And, of course, they's all on the COVID deal and monkeypox and all this. And I said, man, guys, I said, I don't buy into that stuff. I said, I'm not going to buy into it. And I got into it with one of my supervisors, I guess, last year, the year before, when the COVID was so bad and everything else they thought it was. And he said, hey, you need to put a mask on. Of course, this guy's a preacher, too. And I said, I'm not wearing no mask. He said, why not? I said, Psalm 91 said that no place is going to come near my dwelling. And he said, well, this ain't your dwelling. I said, the Holy Spirit dwells within me. So where I am at, that is my dwelling. And I said, besides, if God wants to take me that way, he's going to take me. Nothing I can do about it. Right. <laughs> you know? But on sense like that, too, God gives us wisdom on things like when we're sick or, or, okay, you need to go get a shot. Or if this is real, and if we really seek and pray, he's going to give us the answers to things, you know. But I'm not going to buy something that the government come up with, to, you know, especially a guy that claims he's a Christian and, you know, is just a puppet on strings, you know. Yeah. I'm, but, you know, go ahead. I've always had a real big, strong faith. You know, I, I was saved and baptized at 16, and I've I, I've been in that church, you know, pretty much my, my whole adult life. And, and I in the recent years, I've got a lot closer. I've got, I'm really good friends with my pastor. He's, he's one of my best friends. And so, I mean, I can call him anytime day or not talk to him, but my point is, and my listeners know this just a little over a year ago, my girlfriend passed away from COVID. And mm. so I understand like believe me, I understand we weren't getting no vaccine. We weren't doing none of that stuff, but the two weeks after she passed away, I was in a deep, dark place so a place i have never been in my entire life and it was scary so i called my pastor and i said hey this is what i want to do i want to come to bible study on wednesday nights like it because i work sunday so i'm not able to go to church on sunday mornings i've been over that bible study for over a year now every very faithful and i've learned who god is again and even more so honestly Man, it's just it's it's one of those things where I'm actually on God's path now. This this podcast is part of what God wants me to do. God has given yeah. me this gift to help others. And the only way I know how to do that is share individual stories such as yours. You know, and and that's that's my my, my catchphrase is you're not alone. Everyone has a story. And it's true. And your story is one that has been touching me lately because you you, you you put a fire in me every morning. I see a post from you. I'm like, man, Matt's got it going on. And and I, I understand what it's like to go through a divorce. I went through a divorce over just over five years ago. And and it my whole world came crumbling down on me. And my mom would always tell me, she said, Jeremy, you're depressed. No, I'm not depressed. I'd come home, eat, get showered, and go straight to bed. You know, it's just one of those deals. And and I I found myself to got to a point where you know what? My mom was right. I need to get up. I need to go do things. And then I started going out and 
hanging out with some friends and stuff. Then, you know, I, it, I got back to that deal where I was going back to the bars, you know, and all that stuff and drinking. I, I've never been, I've been a heavy drinker, but I, you know, going out, you know how it is, what I'm talking about. Just going out, going to the bars again with your friends. And, oh, and I was like, you know, I got to stop doing this. And then just one thing leads to another. And, and God has always been there no matter what. And when I come crashing down, he picks me up and he shows me his way, his true way, the only way, you know. Yeah. Oh, and, and I hear you on that. And, and you know, Jeremy, I, I guess for, I don't know, I guess since about 2010, man, uh, I've dealt with depression. anxiety. I woke up one day in 2010 and I just thought I was going to die. I was afraid to walk to the mailbox and, you know, just this and that, which I'm not afraid to die, but I, I know where I'm going, you know, but I've, I've dealt with those type of thoughts every day for since 2010, you know, I've had thoughts about my life or this and that, or, you know, working, retired, just everything you could think of when, you know, and I just wanted a family life to be a dad, you know, take my kids to school and do stuff with them, go fishing, but everything just starts escalating and your mind goes, goes all over. And that's when, you know, especially since going, going to this divorce shot now and stuff, you know, I've just been praying every day, and my buddy said it best. You kind of got to have a I don't care attitude. You know, I don't care. God's going to take care. I don't have to worry about tomorrow. I don't have to worry about finance. I don't have to worry about this and that. God's going to take care of me. God's going to take care of my kids. And that's a hard mindset yeah. to get to because we all just want to enjoy life, but we have to kind of be that way. And that's what's been helping me the past week because my mind's still running, motion, this and that, thoughts all over the place. And I just, when it starts going on, I say, God, I don't care. You're going to take care of me. You know, and of course, when I have a lot of downtime, I don't really have nothing to do. I move me a little apartment deal and I get bored. So I just go out there and sit. And when my mind starts going, I just say, okay, God. And, and I and I told myself, I'm not going to do this anymore. And I told myself that today. And I, I told God today, I said, Lord, your word says that I'm to cast all my cares upon you because you're the one who cares. And I said, I don't want to worry about anything in this life anymore. I said, so you let whatever's going to happen in this life happen. You already know. And I said, Lord, I still may have this stuff on my mind, but I said, I don't care. I'm not going to worry about one part of my life. And that's kind of how we got to get to that. We care, you know, it's, it's, it's not saying, oh, I'm just going to let myself go to crap and everything else. But I can't, I can't worry about my kids. I can love them. I can teach them. I can show them things. But I can't worry about them and dictate their life and everything else. All I can do is love them. If I start having a thought about their life, I could just I could take that and i got to replace that with a prayer. And that's kind of what I did with all my worries today. I said, Lord, I do not want to worry about one Thing in this life not one aspect not one detail of my life let it happen let everything happen just the way that you want it to happen and my pastor andy taylor up in Oklahoma, he says it best when he prays he says lord let everything that you said and written down about our life in the past and that that that's such a pro profound truth that we can if we could ever get to that it says you know it don't matter if I make a million dollars. It don't matter if this happens. God's going to take care of me. 
his this big plan that I thought I had for my life, God's got a better plan. He's got the plan. I don't have to have a plan. He has the plan. And and one of the one of the things that Andy says best is, and I love it, and it changed a lot of things in my life when I heard it. And he says, because I knew God for a long time before I met the Father. And what Andy says best is he says God is what He is, but Father is who He is. And man, Jeremy, when I heard that for the first time, and I come to realize God is my Father and He's the greatest Father in the world. And what does the greatest father in the world want for uh, his kids? Well, I look at it like how I look at my kids, man. I'm so proud of my kids. I believe in my kids. I want the best for my kids. I want my kids to have a great life. I'm so proud of them. You know, and that's how God looks at us. He just believes in us. And he's, he's so proud in that when we're going through things in our life or dealing with hurts or this man, that we can just crawl up in daddy's lap and tell him what's going on. And he's just going to be right there to take care of us and to pat us and, 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 and just encourage us. He's, you know, son, I got this. I got you. You know, and that's the, that's the coolest thing about knowing God as Father. And, and I kind of picture him as like this, as I kind of picture God as super dad. Mm-hmm. You know, he picks me up when I'm hurt or swings me on the swing and he spends time with me and I can just talk to him, you know. And that's, and that's who he is and that, that's, that's what he's about, too. Yes. You know, we I, I'm trying to get it pulled up right now, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to. We've been studying the book of James in Bible study, and we were talking about God's plan actually. We this last Wednesday night, you know, it's okay to make a list, but tomorrow isn't promised, so your plan can go out the window just as fast as it, you know, just as fast as it wants as the wind's blowing because God's plan trumps our plan. And oh, you're just like you say that planning's pointless because it's just like yep. say I could be at work and I say, well, I'm going to mow my grass tomorrow. Well, then I get home, it rains, so I can't mow my yep. grass, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I think that's why we we there's so much depression and anxiety going on in this in this in this world now is because we want to walk by sight and not faith, and and that's a hard thing, you know, because we we uh everybody wants just a peaceful life and. and and we can have that peace, but it's found in, in in God, and it's found in His plan. You know, because His word says, "For I know the plans that I have for you; that they're plans for good, they're not for harm. They're plans to prosper you, to give you a future, and they're plans to give you a hope." Oh, and that and that's uh, yeah. I got it pulled up right now. It's James four 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 fourteen. Whereas you do not, what will happen tomorrow? For what is life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time that vanishes away. That is how quick yeah. it can just, you know, your plan can go out the windows. I just wanted to share that. Oh, yeah. You and, know, because life is, it's, and, and life is so precious. And it's just like, you know, God's word says, give us this day our daily bread. And I pray that a lot when I come to work or something and I'm thinking about this and that, you know. Just give me this day, Lord. Help me to be the very best that I can be today. And that's something why I've been posting that stuff on Facebook here lately because I just felt led to do it because people need encouragement. You know, they need to look up and see something encouraging in life. And and a lot of people think, well, man, I'm the only one that's dealing with something. Mm-hmm. And this and that. No, I'm the only one that's dealing with something. You know, everybody goes through life with stuff. But it's kind of like, 
you know, like I said, just give me this day, Lord, my daily bread, because I don't have strength for tomorrow. I don't have that strength. You know, Matthew six thirty three says to, to seek ye first the kingdom of righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. You know, and, and I'm a believer in, in tithing, but I'm a believer in the word too. And it's just like a business or a marriage or anything. If we're seeking first, just like if you got a business, if you're seeking first the, the kingdom, you're putting God first in everything, your business is going to strive. I don't care who you are because it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a principle in the Bible. You reap what you sow, you know, do unto others as you would have them do to you. Of course, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to, you know, you're going to have, but if you're seeking him first, you know, things are, are going to happen and things are going to change. And I mean, just like marriages today, you know, I hated that mine didn't last. I wanted it to. It was nothing on my fault. It was thing she she did outside of our marriage but the thing about it is is and and i don't hold no grudges i forgive my my wife but you kind of gotta if you got two people that's and it's kind of it's kind of like the the bible says don't be unequally yoked and that's a hard thing to do sometimes but i think the biggest thing like if you you know, if you find somebody you, you want to marry or something, pray about it. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think God brings the right one. And you know, at this point in my life, I don't care if I ever get married again. Yeah, I, I, believe me, <laughs> I feel the same way. I, I'll be single and raise my kids. You know, and, yep. and but it's one of those things too. You know, I I, I just I, I don't care anymore. I know God's got a plan. He's going to take care of me. And I, I mean, I don't I don't care. I'm just going to walk this thing out. You know, the best I know how, just wake up, and, you know, because you never know what opportunities God's going to present the next day or this and that. And it's kind of like we, we have to get out of a, a comfort zone mindset, you know, like, well, I got a good job. I don't know. But what if something else opens up? It's kind of like, okay, Lord, I mean, this is something you want me to do. But it's kind of like a deal, you know, we got to be diligently when we seek him on things. You know, that's why spending time in his word daily and, nightly or devotional or just having it on our heart, just having it on our mind is so important because the enemy's out there and, and it, his word says his purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. And that's what he wants to do in our life. If he wants to steal, he wants to kill. He wants to destroy families. He wants to destroy relationships, you know, and, but when we're standing on the word, we can, we can take those fiery darts that are, are thrown at us and we can cast them down with the word. You know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. God's got good thoughts and good plans for me, you know. Yeah. And uh, and that, that's just kind of how I look at things. You know, the, the, I've always been the type of person. I've always, I've always been, I'll do without so my friends or my family can, you know, have what they need or do what, you know, whatever it may be. And when my when Lacey passed away last year, I, I was like, you know what, I'm, God's got a plan for me and I'm going to do the plan. You know, I, my, I told myself by the end of 24, 2024, I'm going to do my public speaking, motivational speaking, my podcast, all that full time. That's what I want to do. That's my dream. And if it does not benefit me for the first time in my life, it may sound selfish. I'm, I'm not, if it don't benefit me, I'm going, I'm not going to do it. I'm living for me and my friends, I've, lost a lot of friends because of this obviously the way i look at it they weren't friends if i lost them 
you know, they weren't there to support me. And I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do, no matter if I lose family or friends. And because God's plan is one of those things where I feel very strongly that if he wants you to do it, he's going to bless you and it's going to come true. That's just, I mean, but you got to give, you just got to give everything you can to him. And like you say, I don't, you know, I don't care. God, take it, take it. It's all yours. And I've, I've been struggling with that the last few weeks. I've, I'm letting, you know, things just take over and, you know, the world take over what basically is happening and Satan's getting control of me. And, and I, I'll do good for a while. Then I'll just, I'll backslide. And it's one of those things that it's, it's people, some people don't understand that it's an everyday struggle and you have to, every day you have to talk to God. You got to pray to God and say, Hey, take it all away. I'm yours. Do, you know, do what you wish. But, and, I and I know what you talked about. And I think as, as, as believers, a true believer like myself, we beat our, we beat ourselves up so many times over, over things. Mm-hmm. You know, we could, we, I mean, excuse me. We got to remember too, that was, you there? Yeah, I hear you. You cut out. You still there? Yeah. You know, we gotta, we gotta remember we're, we're human and, once we become Christians, we're no longer sinners. We may sin, but we're no longer sinners because the Bible talks about we're new creation. And uh, I mean, I was talking to those days, he's a good friend of mine, and he's, he's a believer and stuff. And he's just talking about churches and this and that. I said, you know, I said, I said, here's the thing. I said. If I'm going to go to church, I'll probably sit in the middle row or front row. I said, because I ain't one of those who's going to hide stuff. I said, I'll come mm. out and tell you. I get snuff. I'm probably going to say several cuss words out today, and I'm going to drink a beer every now and then. Yep. I said, and, and, and my pastor said, man, God ain't dealing with you about it. Well, don't worry about it. But there's so many churches yep. nowadays, and they see you out drinking the beer. Oh, you hypocrite and all that. Well, until I get home, they're cracking it open, doing it work in the darkness you know but things that are in the dark will eventually come to light and 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 we was talking about that like drinking as a stumbling block and i said yeah i said I, i'm i'll sit i like to sit at my house and drink a few beers but i said i'm not fishing to go out and go to the bars and drink of course i don't i don't see nothing wrong with it. yeah but i'm not gonna go out and just go get plastic drunk and all that because especially if i'm by myself because i i, I know enough sense to to I could get in a wreck and kill somebody or this and that, or somebody could, you know, like I say, I'll go out to a bar with a group of people and have some drinks. I don't, I ain't never said, there ain't nothing wrong with that, you know? Yeah. But if I'm going out getting belligerent all the time, there's a problem with that, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I tell people all the time, I'm a hypocrite. I, I you know, I cuss, I drink, I gamble, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a hypocrite. And, and that's the first thing I usually open up with when I do my, you know, when I, when I preach or whatever. And and they they look at you like their jaw literally drops at some of these places I go to, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I called you well, out, didn't and, I? <laughs> and, and the thing about it is, is you can admit it because the people that are sitting there calling you out on it, they do the same thing, but yep. they won't admit to it. Exactly. You know, I that's me and my mom's gonna go gambling in a few weeks. Hey, I don't see nothing wrong with it. You know, I see something wrong with it if I'm putting 
the family's paycheck down there for their food, you know, when I got yeah. a chance to lose it. But it's it's those things like that. You know, people think becoming a Christian or everything else, everything they gotta do everything perfectly right. And no, you still gotta enjoy life, you still gotta have fun. You know, and, yeah. and the thing about it is if if it's a problem, God deal deal with you about it. You know what I mean? Yep. He's he gonna deal with you about it. If it's a, if it's a problem in your life, he'll deal with you if you listen. I lost you. I think. Yeah, yeah I hear you. I lost you for about two seconds. Okay. So no, but you know that's 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 the goodness of God, and I and I told the story the other day. The story of the prodigal son is probably my favorite one because I was talking about in life you can never get too far away that God's not there. You know, the prodigal son, he took his inheritance and he went off and squandered it all away and got down to nothing. And he told himself, you know, well, maybe if I can just get back home, my, my, my father will just, he'll let me sleep with the pigs or just do the lowest job there is on the place and all that. So he started heading back home to his dad. And it was funny, the dad seen him from far off. And then he, he got home. But what that tells me is that the, the father was looking for him the whole time. He was looking for him and that he's seen him so far off that, that the whole time, I mean, he's seen him from a, a mile or so away. So the whole time he had been looking for his son to come back and he got there and he clothed him with everything, the riches, the best of everything, gave him food and this and that. And that's the same way with God. We, we can never get, get too far that he's not there to welcome us back with, with open arms and, 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 you know, give us those riches and those glories and, and, and I look at it like this. I don't I don't care who you are, if you're the best Christian or the sorriest sinner or this and that, every one of us still God's kids and he don't he don't love he don't love this this guy that's serving him with all his heart any more than this guy that's lost. He loves us just the same. He wants to use this guy that's serving to go get this lost and bring him back. That, that's that's what he wants. But God loves us all the same. You know, I heard people say, Well, man, God God I've done too much bad in my life to God. No, he ain't, because that person that's that that it's like the story of Job. I mean, not Job, but uh, Paul. You know, if Paul wouldn't have went through what he went through, he wouldn't have got to reach the people that he got to reach through. Because mm-hmm. here he was, a man that was out to destroy Christianity and steal, kill, and destroy, and all that stuff. Well, then he's a man after God's own heart, and yep. he comes walking these towns. Here, Paul the Murray. No, I'm here. I'm profession. Show you love God, love Jesus. You know. So those kind of people right there that, that think they're too far gone or done too much bad to to serve God, that's my favorite people because them right there are going to reach a lot more people than me. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Matt, I'm going to go ahead and I guess we'll go ahead and end it here. And Right quick, though, is there anything that – I got a few questions right quick. So the year you won your world championship – was the year I retired from riding, and you're right there at your prime. Uh-huh. You was right there at your prime, and so what was it like to win that gold buckle? Just right quick. Oh man, Jeremy, it was a dream come true. You know, uh, something I worked for my whole life. But you know, just like just like my daddy always told me, he said, you know, you got to prove yourself every day, and I, I joke and tell people, I said, he's a world champion. Yeah, I was a world champion for about 
two weeks. They said, what do you mean two weeks? I said, well, I got a buckle that says 2005, and I said about two weeks later it was 2006. I said, yeah, I was a world champion for about two weeks, and then it was a new year. You know, it's time right. to start over. Yeah. But, no, Jeremy, it was a, it was a, it was a, an amazing, you know, working my whole life to get to that point. And, and uh, you know, it was just a, a platform that God had blessed me with to, to reach people in this life, you know. And, uh, shoot, it was a, it was wild and fun and crazy. No, oh, I imagine, I imagine. I just, you know, that's what, you know, riding bulls, I, I always, you know, that's what everybody rides bulls for is to be a world champion, man. It's just, some of us do it, some of us don't, but yeah. it's just, it's just how it happens. Hey, right quick. Is there a, is a, you want to give your social media out so people can contact you or follow you on whatever? Oh, all I got is Facebook. That's the only okay. one I do. Okay. It's Facebook. And, uh, but uh, no, uh, you know, one thing I like to leave everybody with is, is uh, you know, come to know God truly as Father. Yeah. You know, because He's the greatest Father in the world. He's the best Father, and He wants the best for for you guys' life. You know, but just like we talk about that plan and that path, you know, we got to seek Him to find it. And His yeah. Word says that uh, seeking you shall find, and knock, and the door shall be open unto you. You know, and that's, but seeking is just not a, a once a week uh, kind of deal. It's a, it's an everyday spending time with him, fellowshipping with other believers, that, that type of deal. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 Well, thank you for coming on. I want to thank my sponsors right quick for Farm and Ranch TV. Remember, y'all, they're family friendly content. You can stream them online anywhere you want to. Roku, it's the, their websites, Farm and Ranch TV. TV, and my other sponsor, Southern Bling Creations. Holidays are coming up. They do tumblers, custom T-shirts, custom hoodies. They got it all. Southern Bling Creations on Facebook. Remember, it's Creations with a K. You can find me on all social media as Jeremy Dawson. Don't forget, new website, jeremydawsonday.com. I've got the weekly motivation and positivity I do on there, and all these podcasts will be dropped on there. So y'all have a great day. God bless Matt. Thank you. This was a Jeremy Dossie production.